Zemo is dancing for an hour in front of me. The oh, Zemo cut. Oh, that Zemo dance. Oh, the Zemo dance. Okay, before we get going here, I'm going to give Kyle mad props. He called how cool that Zemo dance was. Mm-hmm. Disney answered, not necessarily Kyle, but the fans. Oh. And came out with an hour-long Zemo cut. If you haven't seen it, you are missing out. I haven't seen it yet. I didn't know that was a thing. How did yeah, I miss that? Yeah, it's a it's an hour-long Zemo cut. It's amazing. Okay, that's that's on the agenda for today because I don't have it really. You need anything. to watch it. Yeah. Um, maybe that'll be our cover for this episode. Maybe. Oh, speaking of this so, episode, welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerdum. Hey. <laughs> Hey-o. We are two, we are two thirty to forty something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. That's I'm Chris. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot I'm Chris. I forgot. I'm like, I'll take a drink. And I'm Kyle. Uh, you guys might know us online from the Twitches as Guyver and uh, Sig. We stream quite often throughout the weeks. So we're actually doing it a little bit more here lately. So that's um, and the community's growing. We got more people with us now. And it is, we'll talk about this when we talk about the Twitch streams. Yeah. I prefer my tit, my tit friends. I prefer tit friends. Mm. I prefer my Twitch. I'm not editing that out. No, no, please don't. Over my real life friends lately. I was, Uh, I thought I was a real life friend. No, no, no. This is excluding you. Oh, okay. This is I'm I'm talking like my lifelong friends who I can't get that don't call me back half the time or ah. the, the older I'm getting, you know, it's it and I get it. People get busy. We have families, you know, we're doing stuff. Yeah. It's just tough to accept when you're like I'm I'm a very social butterfly. And it's just it's kind of tough for me to accept. I think that's kind of one of my OCD things. But then like, you know, it's been great reconnecting with you cuz mm-hmm. we're talking pretty much every day. Yep. Um, and I love that. Um, and I will call it if anyone uh better edit this part out. I'd say Kyle is one of my best friends. I will call oh. I will call that edit that shit out. Um, well, we no were pretty tight like that. way back in the day, too. We were, we were. It's just I think we're closer now because we get to do this kind of stuff. When you were trying to dirty rush and, me back when. That's right. <laughs> I, I really was. I wanted mm-hmm. him in the fraternity. Um, but <laughs> It, I don't know. It's just it's just fun. And Kyle and I can swap parenting stories. It's just cool. We just have a lot more in common now. Um, the Twitch friends. So it's, are, it's good time. It, I, I'm it's, with you on that. That's my social outlet because I like even before COVID and stuff like uh, where I live now, I moved here shit like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like I got some friends here that I've made since I moved here, but like there's no family here at all. My closest like my family's like I'm 110 with you. miles away. Um, and so like this, like online gaming has been my social outlet since like mm-hmm. probably the last five years, uh, because I like, you have more control over it. <clears throat> you can, you have a, your large group of friends that you can choose from that are on at different times throughout the day. 
and um there's a lot of times we don't even end up playing we're like we'll get into the discord voice chat or whatever and we'll start talking like and then we don't end up playing anything we just sit there like bullshit for chit-chatting two hours well, and it's three like, hours we always have like a standing saturday spooky saturday you know yeah. if a new game comes out we're all excited about we all go and play it so it's just really cool mm-hmm. and why did I bring this up? Why are we talking about this? A, it's, it is to thank Kyle for being such a steady bro. This is kind of the dynamic of the show that we're watching. I'm wondering how you're going to tie that in. So, I mean, if you think about it, they, you know, it, it's kind of the, the way guys communicate. Yeah. It's kind of the true way that guys communicate. And, you know, Sam and Bucky are very awkward in real life because they weren't, you know, great friends. They had common friends. But now, as you see, as the show goes along, they're talking a lot more now. Yeah. So the bromance that's is where budding. I was going with it. The bromance is budding. It's a so, beautiful thing. We are on episode four of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, entitled The Whole World is Watching. That means we are more than halfway done with this show. We have two episodes left after this, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Um, home stretch. This has home been an action-packed run, right? Like We it say has. this every time, but it's such a 180 from the WandaVision dynamic. Shit, it is. It's, I think it's still doing a good... I think WandaVision told a deeper story. So mm-hmm. far, comparing, you know, end of one division up to what we've seen so far. But for the action, you know, buddy cop style that this is, it's uh it's done a pretty good job. You're seeing some bits and pieces and and you're getting some good throwbacks, which are good. Oh yeah. Um and uh, some well, of those and- I have to look up because like I said, my memory's shit. And uh <laughs> it's back because I'll be what like I'll watch this with my daughter, you know, she's 13 and she's watched all, I've watched the Marvel movies more times than she has, right? I know I've watched them more than she has. She's probably seen everyone maximum twice, maybe. Right. A lot of them right. one time. And she remembers stuff, like, from movies that we watched, like, four years ago. She's like, oh, that's because this happened in Wakanda. I'm like, I don't remember anything. <laughs> how do you remember it's, that? It's, like, how, it's because how you she's young. That. It's because she's young. You're starting to call and stuff out now because nerd. because she knows that I don't remember it. And I'm starting to wonder if she's making stuff up. She's like, oh, dad doesn't remember this, so I'll just tell him this is what happened. Um, I mean, that's what I think is really cool is you're getting to share this with your kid. Mm-hmm. I think that's that would would make that a lot more magical. Like, I can't wait for that. Like, the the youngest one, she's four. She mm-hmm. is my, she's my Obi One greatest hope. Because the nine year old could care less what I do. Nine year old will come around. Oh. There's the, it's it's ups and downs. There's phases. I, I would say yes, because she was awfully sweet when she was you know two, three, four, but now mm-hmm. she's definitely becoming her own person, and I, she's more like her mama. My my thirteen uh, year old, she was this. She was a pretty sweet little girl. Um, you know, and then she hit the pre preteen years, and now she's a moody asshole half the time. I still love her. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna call it like I see it. Yeah, but, you know, oh, I mean, I, we I've love told, them. We love our. I've kids. told her that. I mean, well, I haven't told her like you know, like, hey, you're being an asshole. Maybe you should. Maybe she's like, you know, and it'll surprise her. But 
Yeah, uh, she she's at that pushing button stage. But we do have, like you said, watching this is a good time for us to connect. I really don't give her a choice because we watch watch this together Friday evenings usually the weeks that I do have her. Um, and uh, I'll re if I've already watched it, I'll wait and I'll rewatch it with her. But we usually watch mm -hmm. it like at dinner time. And like, hey, I made dinner. You want to eat? She's like, yeah. I was like, well, you guys sit in here and watch this with me if you want your food. And then she'll sit and watch it, and it's become this kind of ha ha thing. And I guess I'll eat. But we did the same thing with Wandavision. Yeah. Well, see it. Well, and I've noticed the difference between this one and Wandavision. So I've got, I've got some friends, who, one, he's going to be on the show, Mr. Adam J, um, for one of the music episodes who he believes 1987 is the best year for music. Fight me. That was his words. That was his text to me. So be prepared for that one. I still got to um, for that one. I'm just going to pick a random year and go with it. <laughs> his husband loves, um, loved WandaVision. Mm -hmm. And he's not a traditional lover of superheroes, superhero shows. Loved WandaVision. No interest in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I know another guy I know, his wife, exact same way. Another girl I know, her husband's the exact same way. Loved WandaVision, hates this one. I'm not really? finding a ton of people who who are, you know, it's 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 a really even split is what I'm finding. Is what I'm trying to get at is I'm not finding a lot of people that have enjoyed both of them as much as we have so far. If I'm lying, tell me in chat, Discord. I wonder why that. I wonder if there's some dislike for this because of the new Captain America. And like I had explained Maybe. it to my daughter this last episode because she's watching him, and like, you know, she she never uses any bad language, but I could tell like she was wanting to say something, like right. She wanted to call him a dick or something like that. Like I could just see because he is a dick building up in her. She's like, I don't like him. Like I, you know, he's done this and his attitude and blah blah. I was like, that's that's how you're supposed to feel about him. That's how they wrote him. And, and finally, it started to click with her. She was like, oh okay, it's a good thing to not like him because that's how they wanted this because he's not. Yeah, I mean, she that makes, makes compa comparisons to to old Cap all the time, and I'm like, good, that you're getting it, you understand it. And now she's able to. She's separating the two, the character from. Like there's, a, you know, she's figured out that I can dislike, I can like disliking this character and it'd be a good thing. Right. So they, I don't know. They, they're doing a, they're doing a great job with this in writing him how he's supposed to be written, I think. And so, you know, the source material really well, way better than I do because I never read it. But from right. what I've been able to gather, uh, just from talking with you and things I've read online that he's, up to this point, he's actually been pretty light on what he used to be or how he was in the comics. Like he's and like he's getting there, and we know we'll see. You know, if you guys haven't watched the episode, you're gonna get spoilers all the way through this. So you know, I don't care. We see you know when he loses his shit at the end. <laughs> that there it is. Like I don't think he could have just started like U.S. agent, like how you said he was in the comics. I don't think they could have just like kicked off with that. You know. No, because, I think I think they would have lost viewers. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing with, with this medium, like there's so many people. This is their first introduction to him, right? Like me included. Probably I would say just throwing a number out, 75% of the viewership for this show, no idea mm -hmm. who he is. And so right. you can't just like 
you know, shoehorn him in there with how he is in the comics, you have to introduce him and you have to build the character and you have to like, oh, okay, well, sure. maybe like, oh, he sucks. Oh, okay. He's better. <laughs> oh, he's a dick. Oh, okay. This is why he's a dick. And so they're, they're doing a good job of introducing him, I think, and doing some character development in what, four I episodes? I think they're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're doing a great job. And like, this, well, you know, okay. this is like a six hour movie is basically what this is. Let's simplify this a lot more. Um, okay. It was three episodes that they've had all this to do with because we're starting the fourth episode here. Right. I think that the character development is just fucking phenomenal, like you're saying, because they've done this in three episodes. Yeah. This is if a they great... wouldn't have done. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, if they wouldn't have done it this way, I don't think it would have worked. I'm, I'm, I really liking... don't the series method of introducing characters because you do get more time for character development especially okay so if you're doing someone really you know a character that's really really well known like an iron man like a hulk you know like a thor you can do an introduction in a movie and there's a lot of you don't have to build too much people Mm -hmm. they're at least familiar with the like superman batman stuff like that you can pull that shit off. Iconic characters, right? I'm with but you. If you're gonna, you know, you. I don't think you could do a U.S. agent and a battle star in a two-hour movie and introduce them and and get that develop. Like, if you're gonna do a more obscure character, this is a great method to do it because you have a lot more time for character development. You have a lot more time to flesh them out and people to actually understand instead of what you're going to assume they understand. Like. You know, they could reboot everything and just throw Hulk out there and people are going to know who Hulk is. But, you know, who are they going to know with with these two? Or with the Flag Smashers, you know? Even Zemo. Even though Zemo's been there before and and they're they're developing older characters too through this, like Zemo. I like the shit out of Zemo right now. (sighs) He's a very likable character right now. Yes. Like, he... I don't know. It's... I. He's relatable. He's out of line, but he's right. He's absolutely <laughs> right because look what happened. Yeah. So who would have thought we'd be saying this shit? Okay, let's get started, or else we're never gonna finish. This. Oh yeah, because we're we're on a crunch today. Today. Yeah. Okay. Starting off, the whole world is watching. We are in Wakanda, which we knew we would start in Wakanda. You knew you did at the end of the last episode when we saw Io. Mm-hmm. Um. You see a campfire going, and it, the time frame is six years ago. And Io's speaking in English, it's time. And then there's Bucky. And this is because we know that this show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, was five years, or is it six years after um, everyone comes back? I think it was five, wasn't it? Is what we established. Five and a half, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's very recently after the, the unblipping. Right. So this is right before they find, before um, Endgame, because Bucky's still missing his arm. And uh, Io is, how do you pronounce it? They pronounce it right in this episode. The Dora Majora? Close enough. Um, Like, if you don't know the back history of them, they're just, they're badasses. They are amazing. They're they would make any special elite unit 
cry. I would put them up against any unit in the world. I mean, they fought against they fought against Thanos's forces. <laughs> These are tough women that will make your unit cry, is what Chris is saying. <laughs> I'm quoting that. <laughs> I'd give them a shot. I'd let them. I'd let them. Yeah, um, well, you wouldn't have I, a choice. No, I wouldn't have a choice. I like strong women. And if they would carry me into the bathroom after and then give me a bath, that would be amazing. Death by snoo snoo. <laughs> Death by snoo snoo. If you don't know what snoo snoo is, we'll go over that in an, another episode that we have that will be coming up this yeah. year. Uh, I'm scared roused. So <laughs> uh, Kyle's just got a very sexy disease. Um, so they're talking, and then all of a sudden, Io starts speaking in Russian. She starts going longing. And then, did you know what was happening at this point? She was, well, I knew she was throwing out the keywords. I didn't realize quite yep. that she was testing him, but you know, she she was breaking really is what it was yep. in a good way. She was breaking free of his uh, his programming. Yep. So it's it's the keywords in Baron and uh, Baron Zemo's book yep. that activates the Winter Soldier. So she's going through, and you can see Bucky. She broke uh, Bucky. She broke Bucky. He was kind of tortured, but he didn't snap. Hmm. I mean, he was really. I mean, good for Bucky. Yeah, this is so, what he was wanting. They, they helped him, and you find out it was Io and Shuri that broke him of the programming. Yeah. So it, I don't know. It was just a really cool scene, and Bucky was crying by the end. Yeah. We get it, we get a good um, look at you know long hair punk rock emo Bucky again, which that was the best look for him I think. He looked more badass with long hair. Now so he's kind of he went from I like you're right troubled you know teen youth Bucky to like corporate Bucky, like cleaned up. I think he looks I think he looks older. His face looks more worn. Well, he weather is worn older. now. He is older, but you know what I mean though with the shorter hair. I just think it makes him look older. Um, I don't know. I like corporate Bucky because I, don't know, I just like Bucky. Uh, well, oh yeah, but emo Bucky looked more intimidating. I think there's something about the long hair and the mask. That's I'm still saying that's one of my favorite badass looks from the whole MCU. Was was know, that he looked like a looked like a Mortal Kombat character? Like he should be in one. Actually, I would agree with you. I would highly agree with you on that. Um, so now we um, zip back, I guess, to present day yeah. where they're in the alley again. And the first thing that Io says is, it's not, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. Hey, I haven't buddy. seen you in a while. Hey, you remember that time we smashed? No, <laughs> it wasn't that. It was, how could you free him? Like, Again, this just shows how badass these warriors are. And I mean, I'm not going to call them female warriors. They're just, they're warriors. Yeah. I mean, they're amazing. Um, I'd let them protect me. I really would. Um, And she, you know, and then she, she's, I think she's trying to basically make him feel guilty because Bucky said we need him. And she's like, she goes back, you know, with time and money, you know, the winter soldier programming was removed from you like rotten fur. And Bucky's like, yeah, I'm good with that. Thank you. I'm grateful. 
Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's being very neutral at this point. Right. I mean, um, yes. He's in a tight very, spot. Very We're in a tight spot. He's in a very tight a little spot. Bit. A little yeah. bit. Because they do need Zemo. And he's trying to relay that to her, and she doesn't give a shit. It's like, well, you know, you remember what he did. He blew up the UN. But she does kind of concede a little bit, and she's like, I'm giving you eight hours. You know, he convinced, like, I need him. This is a bad, you know, we're trying to fix this bad thing. I need him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a means to an end. And she's just like, well, you know, eight hours, White Wolf. So she gave him a okay. little bit. That's something. I'm taking a picture of this because this could be our cover right here. So you guys that aren't watching the YouTube, uh, Chris is holding his camera at a really weird angle. I don't know what we're going to use for the cover. I'm, uh, I'm texting it to you right now. Oh, okay. We'll cut out the wording and we'll make our own meme on it. Like Jimmy Woo. <laughs> so, okay. Well, Kyle's waiting on that. I'll go with this. Uh, what, what was the last thing you said? Uh, that she gave him the eight out. Like she still, there was enough, I don't know, trust or leniency. They're like, she could have went and took Zemo then. She's like, you have eight hours. Right. Right. Eight hours, White Wolf. And and so now Bucky's, you know, on a time crunch. Um, and uh, we're at him walking back to talk with uh, Zemo and Sam again. Okay, when so when I was walking off, I looked at I looked at the missus and I go, "Holy shit! Look at her guns! Did you see like just how toned yeah. she is?" Yeah, those ladies are ripped. Like, holy shit! Um, again, I don't think you get an option. Um, no, no. So okay, so next thing we know, Bucky is walking into what we assume is one of Zemo's safe houses. Yeah. One of his summer cottages. And, you know, Zemo's coming out of the shower all fresh and so clean and pretty. Well, he danced really hard recently, and he had to wash, wash all that funk That's away. That's true. All the dance That's funk true. <laughs> dance funk. He got jiggy with it. Yeah, funky Zemo. Funky Zemo. So, uh, and then Bucky, you know, just lets him know, hey, the Wakandans are here. Uh, they want Zemo. And uh, Zemo's like, were you followed? And Bucky's like, nope. And, you know, Bucky's basically, or Zemo's questioning Bucky. He's like, how can you be sure? He's like, because I know when I'm being followed. Because, you know, Bucky's the ultimate at creeping. Yeah. Um, well, and then no, nothing slips past him because he doesn't blink. He just stares. <laughs> I go, Does he always just stare? <laughs> yeah. And then Zemo, you know, being Zemo, why I think they kind of make him likable. He's like, well, it's, you know, sweet that you care. <laughs> he's get, so. he's more and more likable. Like, he has his moments where like, oh, I don't want to like him anymore, but you're just... Something... He's very charismatic. Yeah. Well, and that's the character itself, too. Like, he does. He's manipulative. Are we being manipulated without realizing it? Is Zemo conning us? the tv i i kind of think maybe yeah because he's super smart you know what i mean yeah zemo suave um 
so yeah, it's I don't know. I really I like him. I just think he's a great character. And this shows is showing a lot more of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. We need more Zemo. And we're getting we do need more Zemo. Um so we're looking at that and then where is it? Yeah, because he knows he's he knows when he's being followed. It went backwards on me. Um <clears throat> and then he's like, hey, you know, it's sweet that you you're defending me to the last. And then Sam snaps at him and goes, you know, you killed Nagel. You don't get to he's like basically tell him you don't get to be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? Oh crap, there was a line here. Um, yeah, when Zemo's like, do we really have to litigate what may or may not have happened? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's the line. Yeah, and then Sam, there's nothing to litigate. You straight shot the man. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's coming up here. And then Bucky brings up of how Carly bombed the GRC and killed three. And, you know, and then like a lot more were injured. Remember, one of those three was a guy that was like one week on the job. Like he just started. And had, what did they say? He had two kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's starting to, he's starting to argue with Z. His healthcare package hadn't even kicked in yet. No, it hadn't. He wasn't there 90 days. No. And he wasn't vested in his 401k. He just got screwed. No, he wasn't. Carly's a bastard right now. Um, so Zemo is arguing with Sam at this point because Sam's like, she's just a kid, you know. This is where Sam is starting to come into his own. I think they're starting to flesh out Sam this episode, especially a lot more. We knew that Sam from the Winter Soldier, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, was a counselor. Mm-hmm. His job was to console, con- counsel, console. Both council um soldiers who had um just come back from wars and couldn't get adjusted so he knows how to talk to them and you know they kind of after that they kind of left that like that never really came back up much more Mm-mm. After until that. this so I'm, episode i'm glad they're going back to that i am too i i think that's i think it's great um I, i'm glad they're fleshing out sam more which leads me to believe sam's going to be the next cap because they're actually fleshing out his character more. I think it's going to be Zemo. <laughs> he's going to come in with a shield and just, he's just going to start dancing. He goes, now the time on sprockets when we dance. <laughs> going back to Kyle's comment last episode. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was um extremely important part here too, where Zemo calls Carly a supremacist. Last episode, Kyle and I were kind of defending on how, you know, we kind of sided with Carly. Like, you know, they're being treated terrible, and then she killed people. Yeah. Zemo, at this point, is putting a label on her as a supremacist. Mm -hmm. What did you think on that part? What did you think he meant? I'm still thinking on that. So, okay. Knee-jerk, right? When you... 
when you initially hear the word supremacist, you're going to tie that to like racial supremacy, right? Like white supremacist or whatever. And I don't think he means it in that context. What I think he's going with here is like literal, like her, she wants to be supreme or she, she may not consciously be expressing like she wants to be like the supreme leader of everything but they are now part of a supreme race of physically supreme race of people and so he it, it's not like you know uh, i'm better than you because you know i'm german or american or white or whatever it's it's they're a physically supreme people and they're going to eventually come to the um the lures and the of their power they're going to realize that we can do whatever we want because we're a supreme physical race or supreme physical specimen specimen now and they're going to want to try to take over everything eventually like there's a path that it'll lead down right even, you know even starting out with what may seem like the noblest of ideas when you can't when there's nobody that can stop you, there's no reason to stop. Either if it's not going to be her, it'll be one of her followers. I think it's kind of where he's driving with that. What is that old saying? The uh, the most terrible crimes were laid with the most noble of ideas. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, very reminiscent of Hitler. I think that's the 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 connection he's trying to make. I th I, th I think so too. I think that's the and when you, I just put that together when you were talking about that, because mm -hmm. um, that makes more sense hearing it out loud like that. Because I'm not calling Carly Hitler. I'm not calling her a Nazi. I'm just saying it's very you know Hitler was a very charismatic individual. He had people. He drew people to him because of a cause. That's what Carly's saying. So I think you're right. I think that's what. Again, I'm not calling Carly Hitler. I'm just saying that this is kind of the path that uh, you're saying she's going those, to turn into Hitler. That's what you're saying. She's going to get a little mustache. Yes. Yeah. We'll call it a Carly stash. Um, Carl stash. Maybe she'll turn into Carl. The cause. She'll turn into Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Guys. Um, you guys um and this one line from zemo the very concept of a super soldier will always trouble pe people and that's zemo's um that's what he lives by because he mm -hmm. hates super soldiers yeah and and he's right I mean, he says, what did he say? Like anyone with, uh, she won't stop until, and she'll es escalate until you kill her. Um, he said, it's says, that warped aspiration that led to Nazis, to Ultron, to the Avengers. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh, he says, like anyone with that serum is inherently on that path. Now, he does show here that he says, you know, anyone with the serum is is eventually on that path of supremacy, like you're saying, mm -hmm. um, you know, until you kill her, she kills you. And, um, 
Bucky says, you know, you're wrong. The serum did not corrupt Steve. And Zemo agrees. Yeah. So but yeah, he does hate super soldiers, but he agrees that Steve was great. Like, But he, if you look in the history of the super soldier serum, Steve's the only one it hasn't corrupted. Mm-hmm. Literally the only one. They've never been able to successfully recreate it without people going crazy. And that's what we're seeing with Carly. Yeah. Steve was so selectively selected. Mm-hmm. And you don't have that with the rest of these. It's just people trying to get power. Yeah. And this is some really good foreshadowing to talking about anybody that gets the serum. Um, ultimately goes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, and then they talked about giving Zemo up their tour guide up to the Wakandans. And the, then they start talking about what was it? Danya. Mm-hmm. What was her, what was the name there? Danya. Um, I don't remember her last name, but she was basically like the mother of the flag smashers. Yeah. Danya Bagonia. Like she, she's the mother of Amelia Bedelia. Um, so you know what? That's her name right now, Danya B- Begonia. Um, but then I love this part, and then we get back into the where I think, I I do think that they're centering this more towards guys, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the bromance, the bro, because then Falcon goes. You know, they're saying, from my understanding, Danya is like the pillar of the community, right? And I love this part. So he goes, so when I was a kid, my TT passed away. <laughs> yeah. It, just out of the blue. And then you see, but you know, Bucky has his head back on the couch, just eyes closed. And then he gets up and he goes, your TT? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, my TT. He's like, who's your TT? And then Sam's like, what kind of rules is I find when I was a kid? My aunt passed away. And he's telling how the entire neighborhood got together for like a week. And he, he thinks that they're doing the same thing for Danya. Mm-hmm. Huh. so just just showing like a pillar of the community Seems like your tt would be proud yeah he's just <laughs> he's got these one-liners through like ever since he got busted out of prison like these just little one-liners that are so like under the radar funny that like your tt would be proud and he throws throws them a uh, turkish delight telling them how irresistible mm, turkish delights i don't think i've ever had one Oh, they're delicious. Are they irresistible? No, but they're really good. No. (laughs) To be fair, I don't think I've ever had a real Turkish delight, though. Hmm. I've had, you know, the mass-produced ones. I'm fairly certain that Zemo's Turkish delight are a lot different than the ones that I would get. Probably. Like, a lot. Probably Um, the real deal. Yeah, <laughs> from actual Turkish people. Yeah, made from um, made out of actual turkeys. Actual turkeys. Well, and then next thing you know, you see this ruins, and then they're talking about the how the GRC was attacked, and what Kyle was saying with the worker with the with the kid, two kids. Mm-hmm. You know, basically just how terrible it is, and they're watching. It's the flag smashers watching it on the news. Did you sense uncomfortableness from all of them at this point? 
Oh yeah, yeah. There was a lot of that. Like, don't make eye contact going around the campfire. Exactly like, what it was. They're just sitting there, like nobody wants to say it, but the uh, general feel of the group is like, oh, we fucked up. Yep. <laughs> like this. Well, and they called them a rat. At that point, they started calling them a radical group. And I don't yeah. think they referred and, to them as that before. So now they are definitely terrorists mm-hmm. by definition because they blew some shit up with some people in it and killed people. Yeah. It, they attacked a government insul- um, installation. So yep. Yeah, of so course they, they ratcheted it up another notch. So we're looking at, um, well, have you noticed none of them would look at Carly except for that one guy who walks around with her, the American yeah. guy with the beard. Mm-hmm. He was looking at her and Carly just looks just, I think it was the look of someone who knows that she went a little too far, but didn't care at that point. Cause she kind of gave this little sneer and got up. There was a line that was said here when they were watching the newsreel go newsreel. Are we in the forties? And they were watching the coverage <laughs> of the- walking the, we were watching the talkies. Yeah. 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 They line today. The flag smashers busted up another DRC facility. Ah. <laughs> hey fella. <laughs> hey Johnny, don't, <laughs> Don't touch that circus freak. Uh, there was a uh, line said the GRC. I, I wanted to see if this had any significance. It felt like it did, and I didn't go back and research it, so I'm going to rely on you. Um, it said the GRC formally began drafting legislation known as the Patch Act. So that could be a couple different things. I took it as Honestly, one possible nod, but I didn't know if it was an actual thing. I, th- I, I think it's a nod. I think it's more of a nod. Um, I think it's like a princess bar nod thing. Yeah. Oh, ab- absolutely. Um, well, I think uh, so. It could have been two things. Well, we, you know, because they've been in Matterport. So I think it was a nod yeah. to Wolverine patch. Yeah. But it could also be Nick Fury. Nick Fury has an eye patch. Mm. He watches, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. handles the terrorists. So. If I had to pick between the two, I would say it's more of a nod to Fury since Fury's established and Howlett isn't yet. James Howlett, if you guys don't know, that's Wolverine's real name. 616 Wolverine. Who also went by Patch and Matapore. So, but if if I didn't know Fury wasn't established and didn't and only knew the comic stuff where Wolverine hung out in Matapore, I'd say it's a nod to Wolverine. So I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about it, but I'm leaning more towards Fury. I'm leaning towards Wolverine on that, just because you had the stuff in Matterport last up, and then this. I'm just going to I'm, I'm go with that. So that way we have, I like we have all the bases covered in case it does happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of us is right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, it's... It, Good question. Um, next thing you know, we're back in that shitty camp, and then there's B uh BMO. Not he's <laughs> it's not BMO from Adventure Time, not BMO. Um, Zemo's <laughs> wearing his coat. Who is the you mother? Know. Who is the yeah. father? <laughs> yes. It's Zemo. Um <laughs> then they're gonna they're in this camp. You know what they're doing. They're trying to find Donya Begonia. Mm-hmm. Um, see where she is, or like if they know anything about the funeral, because they know she's dead. Yeah. So they're wandering around upstairs, and 
I don't know about you, but at this point, this part really hit me in the feels. Like he's talking, he's like, hey, kid, and all these refugees, uh, Donya Badani, what's her name? Begonia's close. Closer than I was. No, not even. No, I wasn't even in the ballpark. Um, <laughs> Donya Bagani, she, you know, all these refugees are running anytime yeah. they try to talk to him. And I don't um, think it's because they know who he is. I think it's just like, oh, stranger danger. We've been going through some bad shit. We don't know this guy. We've and been he displaced. Like the people that are screwing us over because he's American. Mm-hmm. So. Sam finally, I think you're absolutely right, by the way. Sam finally finds this guy with these kids who don't run away. And she said, do you know Danya Madani? She was a refugee here. And the guy gets up. He says, we're not refugees. We have nothing to seek refuge from. Super, super important two lines. Because he says, we're internationally displaced persons for what it's worth. These are people who have nothing that they're actually running from. These are people who helped rebuild after everyone came back, mm-hmm. got houses, then they were kicked out. They got their houses taken from them. Were this they, okay? Part, did they were they helping before the the un, unblipping? I took it as they were helping. Okay, so during that five year period when everything just fell apart, that mm-hmm. they they went to all these different places and they basically took up, you know, homes in places that were empty. I guess from people that poofed. And uh, helping to try to reestablish the world. And like they said, you know, there's no borders. And like everybody was working together. And then everybody came back and like, oh, now you got to go. And now you have nowhere to go. We're kicking you out. That sounds, actually, that sounds a lot better than my theory. What I was formulating. So we'll go with yours. I like that better. Okay. I like that a lot better, actually. <laughs> well, it's because I thought, I thought that they were trying to, you know, what I was starting to gather was that they were trying to, help rebuild and then they were kicked out but no i like yours better yours makes a lot more sense than my theory you guys tell us in the discords your theory well i mean you don't have to tell us i'm saying kyle's right <laughs> you can still no, tell us we're gonna go with that i'm right we're not even gonna talk about it past this we're just stamp it we're good stamp it okay we're going on um Basically, they're, they're, hey, the guy's telling them we don't trust outsiders. They didn't send us shit. They didn't send us supplies. They haven't sent us extra stuff, um, extra teachers, supplies. And he said, you know, we basically been doing without anything. Supplies means food, basic necessities. They said that they would. It was six months ago. Mm-hmm. Now we know the time frame that this this thing is just literally fucking over these people. And it's not cool. Nope. So, I mean, what are you going to do, though? You know? Start blowing stuff up. Take some serum. Because you can. Mm-hmm. And then now we have singing Zemo, singing Baba Black Sheep. Creepy Zemo. The only thing he's missing in this scene is like a windowless van with like free candy <laughs> spray painted on the side of it. <laughs> or like... Uh, Oh, who was he? Randy from American Dad, the little ginger guy mm. who had the who had the secret mattress behind the waterfall at the water park. That would be yeah. Zemo right now. Yeah. Hey, you kids want some candy? <laughs> mm, it was a good day. Yeah. Not weird at Come all. Yeah, children. But you know him saying um, the Turkish delights are irresistible. I you don't know? think he was referring to candy either. 
Um, he was, but then he said, this is what I hate, but love that Marvel's doing. He goes, you know, here's Turkish delights. He puts them on this bench, Turkish delights. And then he says, very sad. And he's looking off into the distance, kind of like through the little girl. It was always my son's favorite. And you really feel for the guy at that point. Mm-hmm. You really do. So what are you going to do, you know? And he, he says, you know, my old friend Danya passed away. And he would like to pay his respect. So this shows how Zima to this little girl. And she's like, yeah, I know. And he says, whisper in my ear, which is just even more creepy. Is Well, I think what's more creepy is staring Bucky's watching the whole thing go down. Mm-hmm. Um, but this just shows how much of a master manipulator Zemo is. Yeah. It's, uh, he knows the routes to take. So, um, it, it's not always, <clears throat> he, he looks for the, his method of manipulation is finding weaknesses, finding vulnerabilities, finding the easiest point of entry into whatever situation. And this is, you got kids that have been stuck there for six months. They've had no supply. Like they laid it up before. Like we haven't had food. We haven't had basic stuff. He's like, Hey, I've got candy. These kids haven't had candy in months. Of course they're going to talk. You know, that's exactly it. Um, I don't know. It, the whole thing just makes me sad. The whole situation. Yeah. Now I like how they're just building. They just continue to build off this, the snap and unsnapping. That it's just turned into this great ongoing conflict that doesn't involve having to have a big purple super baddie. Like there's now there's enough bad stuff going on just with people that's creating enough conflict to carry this show at least, and we'll probably carry a movie or two. Yeah. And I have a feeling that, you know, if they keep him around, I have a feeling that this isn't going to be the last we see of Zemo at this no, point. I think I think he's going to be like a Loki 2.0. Yeah. Like the bad guy that. That, that he he's he he rides a gray area. Where <clears throat> he he just he's just where he, he's just where he's needed. Kind of like how we talked about right. like how uh uh Agatha or Agnes was you know she wasn't good or she wasn't bad she was just she just did what needed to be done in the in the moment and so you've got that with loki you got that now with you know agnes and i'm think you're gonna get that with zemo now that he's just i think you're right he's not bad he's not evil he's not great he's not good he's just he's there right now you said last time is zangief Zangief. he's a bad guy but he's not the bad guy bad guy (laughs) yeah so I think you're right. Um, and then, you know, they come back and they said, five years, people have been welcomed into countries that have kept them out using barbed wire. So I think this is where you are, right? They Countries without borders because half the world went away. Oh, yeah. And that, you know, kept out of that barbed wire. So you had literal countries that were separated by walls with barbed wire and armed guards and stuff. And then when everything went to shit... All that went away because everybody realized, like, we need to come together to make this work. 
And so you had, we, we need you know, people to rebuild stuff, society. Yeah. And I think the setting for this where they're at in Europe really works well for that because you have, you know, so much division with those countries and fighting over whatever that all that went away because, you know, for the greater good, they had to work together to survive. Mm -hmm. When you can see, this is where Sam's turmoil is coming into play with Zemo and Bucky are on one side, you know, with Zemo and Bucky, it's black and white. Yeah. With Sam, it's, there's all gray areas and I think that's what you need because that's what Steve had. Steve did not have black and white. He had gray areas. Even though he was the soldier, he followed orders. He also knew the difference between right and wrong. Right. And that's a fundamental difference between him and John Walker. Yeah, I think I think that gives more credence to your your Sam as the next cap. I I think that's why this, I think they're they're this scene right him. here does that. Right. So they're talking, and Sam's just like, as soon as you know, as soon as everyone came back, everything's the way that it should be. Carly's doing something, and then Bucky asks, "Do you think her ends justify the?" means then she's no different than him or anyone else we fought and sam's like she's different she's not doesn't have the same motivations so it's really really interesting to see where they're differing on philosophies mm -hmm. you have the soldier versus the winter soldier winter soldier you know any means necessary so i i just thought this was this is a great little scene yeah. and then he said Bucky points out, he goes, that little girl, what'd she tell you? And then they both kind of look at it, and Zemo was the uh, little kid with his hand in the cookie jar that just got caught. Huh? He's um, like, uh... Funerals today. <laughs> yeah, the funerals today. Uh, then uh, I'm going dancing later. Yeah, here, have some Kool-Aid. <laughs> it is delicious. It's Turkish Kool-Aid. Irresistible. And then... Uh, if he just referred to everything as Turkish something from this point on. Turkish, uh, Turkish Zemo. Yeah. T Turkish Bucky. You are, mm -hmm. you are delightful. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and then he said the funerals this afternoon and Bucky's like, you know, the door is coming for you at any moment. I love just how matter of factly Bucky said it too. He said, they're probably outside right now. And he's like, keep talking. He's like, You know, he, he, they're like, you know, just tell us where it is. And Zemo basically tells him, I want to keep my leverage. I know what's going to happen if I tell you and you get Carly. You're going to give me the to the Dora. Yeah. I mean, so, so for, again, preservation is kind of important for Zemo. Well, I think self preservation is important for almost all of us. Yeah. It, well, I think it's super important. And that's a fundamental difference, again, of, between Captain the Captain Americas, while Steve was fundamentally selfless and self-preservation wasn't a thing for him. Look at the grenades. Yeah. You know, he jumped on it to protect people. When they brought it up with John and he just scoffed at him and said, yeah, I put my helmet on him tons of times, you know, mm -hmm. It's not to save others. He was practicing this. It wasn't a selfless act. His helmet's reinforced to take grenades. No. It wasn't selfless for him. You think they built it like it was purpose-driven there in the labs and there's like 
putting the new cap suit together and there's like that one guy like his one job is to make the helmet and he's like ah, it looks cool the eye holes where i want them they'll probably deflect some small rounds fire like hey we need that to absorb a grenade steve shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna need more donuts yeah honey i'm gonna be working late again yeah no <laughs> no 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 yeah bullets were good but uh now they want to stop fucking grenades so yeah i'm gonna be here all week thing yeah Tell the kids I'll see them later. <laughs> oh, I thought okay. it was great. Um, so yeah, okay, let's let's talk about this other part too. So we're in Latvia again, right? Where mm -hmm. they're hanging out. So this is a safe house in Latvia because they know this is where um Tom Bombadil, what's her name? Um the, what? I can't remember her name now. I can't because I'm I'm going with this. And I can't remember her name. Mama uh, Flag Smasher. Okay. Yeah, Mama Flag Smasher or Tom Bombadil. She uh Bill Ford Motor they're in this. <laughs> yeah, a Bill Ford motorboat. That would be the worst superhero ever. Bill Ford motorboat. <laughs> um <laughs> Latvia. <laughs> What's your power? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's like Nixon. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So Lat Latvia shares a border with Latveria. Okay. Latveria is ruled by Dr. Doom, Iron Fisted. Ah. So where we had the theory, I still am holding to the theory from WandaVision that the engineers read. Now we're doing Marvel Geography. We are doing Marvel Geography. I'm still holding that that was Reed, right? Where was Sokovia in relation to all this geographically? Um, I I want to say it shared a border too. Okay, because it was kind I, it of that. It was like a Eastern, like a European Eastern Bloc type, like of the, almost the same as this. Yeah. So I that's what I think. Um, I, I think it's. I want to say it probably shares a border. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. Okay. But I think that this is more foreshadowing that we're going to get Fantastic Four soon. At least in some, something. Yeah. But we're just going to be patient because I don't think there's your first Easter egg. Yeah. I think they're going to um, bust their full reveal load all at once because we won't be able to handle that. I think, you know, they're going to, we'll get, we'll get a little bit here and there. Yeah. Well, I agree. Okay, so next thing you know, Zemo just kind of looks. He's just like, oh, you know, you could tell he, it was tense. And next thing you know, we see Sharon. Mm -hmm. And Sharon goes, I have a feeling you're going to ask me for a favor. And Sam's like, you know, no one here is telling us shit. He's holding us hostage with information. And Sharon's like, that surprises you. I think they're going to do Sharon dirty again. Probably. That's kind of where I'm thinking. I'm I don't think that there, it's gonna be a dry cut and paste. Does she have a canon history of turning bad? No. As okay. far as I remember, don't because Sharon wasn't always she wasn't always a major player. She was always a bit player till she became on the forefront. I think she was head of shield for a while, if I remember right. I think you brought um, that up. Yeah. She was also the one who 
if I remember correctly, shot Cap and killed him. Um, That's yeah, I might be wrong on that, but it was like with this weird time bullet. It's 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 a big complicated story. Um, so I think I don't know. I just get this feeling they're going to do her dirty again, and I hope not because I really like her character. I kind of thought she might be um, like martyred at some point in the series, but after the end of this one, I don't think she's going to be. I don't think she. I think they'll keep her around, which means she'll she'll have been around since phase two. I mean, since so you said she ran Shield at some point in time, and you know, I believe so. I, maybe she'll step up to take that helm because I don't. They're eventually going to have. I mean, Sam Jackson's getting old. They'll eventually yeah. have to start phasing. I think they'll they'll start phasing him out slowly. Maybe not in this phase, but maybe by the next phase. He is getting old. Mm-hmm. Um, Still doing a great job, but no, he is, and I love him. He's one of my favorite. I think. I think. People, I think everything actors. is is setting up for a passing of the torch for everything. Avengers. I agree. Shield leadership. Evil regimes. It's like it's all setting up for that. Uh, yeah, and I mean that's the whole point of this show, I think, too. Um, because yeah. the two the soldiers, yeah. Um, Sharon tells him very, very careful, you know, not so and not mincing words too much. You got to let this play out. Mm-hmm. Um, he she said the power broker went ape shit when he found out that Carly stole the serum and he's after her now. And she's basically warning Sam, do not get involved because the power broker will come after you. And do we think our heroes listen to this? Mm-mm. No, not at all. No. Well, he went, he power broker went ape shit when he killed Nagel because, you know, 20 vials of serum is a big thing, but he could have just remade that. Now they can't remake the serum. Yeah. Not that easily. No. So, you know, they hang up. And next thing you know, we see Carly walking into this graveyard with the bearded american guy i don't know his name did they ever tell his name mm, or do no. they just refer to him as super soldier i don't know if they ever did say his name he kind of looks like a like a barry we'll call him barry okay so barry so she's walking with barry they pushing this thing on this uh tombstone and it out is a fanny pack so apparently we carry super soldier vials around in a fanny pack that's where i keep mine Oh, yeah. I mean, as you do, as one does, you keep it on your fanny pack. <laughs> so, the this just sets up that you know they're they're chit chatting, and it's like you know, are we doing the right thing? And he's like, his grandfather used to tell him if you're. If you're doing something that makes you scared, it's probably because it's the right, you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how his grandfather, father fought Nazis. And then he tells that how he was a Captain America fan. Um, and she's like, I don't know if I should tease you. He made me believe that there was decent people in this world. And I don't think there could be another Captain America until I met you, which means I think that's important in two aspects. He truly believes in the fight, in the cause, mm-hmm. number one. 
He believes that Carly is righteous in what she's doing. So he's going to justify anything that she does. Because he believes in it. Two, they do not see John Walker as Captain America. So I think that's super important. Well, and it kind of shows her, I mean, she's not super charismatic, but it shows that people are following her, kind of like what Zemo was talking about earlier in the episode. Mm -hmm. She's got a following now. The cause has a following because of what she's doing. Because it's not, and he brings it up too, um, you know, the world's not good and bad. There's the in-between, and that's who, you know, who's following Carly. Well, it's not black and white. And then another really important line, I think, was when he said, what we're doing will outlive the legacy of the shield, which that's what this whole show's about is the legacy of the shield. Yeah. So I just thought that was kind of foreshadowing right there. And it just kind of catches me how caught up everybody is on the physical, like, yeah, there's the imagery of the shield and what it represents, but there's a lot of caught up on the actual physical object, the shield itself. Like, well, it's we'll because just... the, sh the shield, it's like you're saying, what it represents. And I don't know. It's just, it's a very complicated show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's very straightforward in some ways, but I think there's a lot more undertones yeah. that it goes through. Next thing you know, we see Battlestar and Walker, Dick Cap, um, Captain Dick, Captain Dick, uh, walking down the stairs, and you can tell they're in the same place. They're in Latvia. Yeah. I uh, think Carly Margenthau is too dangerous for you guys to be pulling this shit. And you hear Bucky, ah, how'd you find us now? And he's like, Come on, you think two Avengers can walk around Latvia without drawing attention? That was Battlestar. Mm -hmm. And Walker's like, no more keeping us in the dark. Like, Walker's not playing around anymore. No. No, he, he's really reverted to what he really is, and it's that super matter-of-fact, complete the mission. I'm in charge, whether you guys believe I'm in charge or not, because he believes he's in charge. He does um, believe he's in charge. Respect the chain of command stuff, but yeah, all that. Um, so yeah, the, the first thing he says is, you know, you know, demands, why'd you break him out of prison? Talking about Zemo. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I just, I don't know. I just thought this was funny. We knew this was coming to head. He did that himself. Technically this is, this better be an unbelievable, you know, and he's coming at him with his arms flailing mm -hmm. walkers coming at Bucky and Sam kind of pushes him back, says, hey, take it easy before it gets weird. And mm -hmm. Zemo's like, I know where Carly is, and just kind of starts to walk past. And he's like, well, where? You know, Dick Cap, Captain Dick. And Zemo just kind of brushes past him, says, we're going to a funeral, see ya. You know, kind of pushes him aside. Yeah. And he's like, you know... It, he means civilians. There's high risk of casualties. So, you know, they're basically telling John, calm down. Yeah. When they're, when they're standing there facing each other, it's like the most epic chin standoff ever. In <laughs> Battle of the chins. Battle of the chin. You got, you know, Walker's strong, you know, prominent pointy chin. And you've got Zemo with his wide, 
girth each in, and they're just yeah. I, just I like it. The battle. Of the I chins. like it. It is the battle of the chins. Battle mm-hmm. of the bulge. Battle of the chins in Marvel. Yeah. Who wins? And here's something that I didn't. I just now saw it. I didn't realize this. So when they're sitting there arguing, right? Mm-hmm. And right as Zemo is putting, you know, brushing past him in the background, you see, you know, there's a couple of couple of street youths walking past. Right. And they pull their phone out, like you barely see it, and they they're filming and taking pictures of, like, oh, there's Captain America. There's like, and you, it's just like a split second. It's really really quick. Mm-hmm. You know, which that sits up for stuff later, but. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I, that. Did, I didn't see that either till I paused. You know, for the chin off. Right. <laughs> but they're, you know, I mean, who's sexy? He's Captain America, and he got Ballastar, and they're not very incognito right now, at all. So if they're trying to like, you know, the element of surprise is is gone, or should be, because mm-hmm. you obviously have Captain America walking the streets of Latvia. Then it's went viral now because somebody snapped a picture. Right. But yeah, anyway. No, I like I keep going. Keep running with oh, that. No, that was it. That, it was just a little interjection oh, okay. with it. And then uh you know, it's this one Sam says, like, I need to talk to her. Walker's wanting to arrest her because they he knows that's where they're going to intercept her. Walker's like, I want to arrest mm-hmm. her. Sam's like, and this is where he comes back to his um to uh Sam's past of being a counselor. He's like, I want to talk to her. I think I can reach with her, reach her. I think I can get her to level. And, you know, they're, you know, they're back and forth, back and forth saying like, this is in my wheelhouse. Um, and then Walker's like, then, we're past reasoning with her. I hate you. That's yeah, what he's Lamar, doing. Yeah. And Lamar's like, well, let's try it. Battlestar, you know, is like, let's try it. So, do you think Battlestar is Walker's Jiminy Cricket? You kind of brought that up last time, and I'm, I'm seeing that a little bit. He, I think he is, yeah. He's his voice of reason. In, in well, and he it. listens to him. For the most part. It, well, even if he's not a voice of reason, because that's about to come well, up yeah. in this episode. So. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. he's a right-hand man. He, he does. He listens to him. When he says, then you know, he maybe it's worth a try, and then, you know, he Walker does it kind of broke. Yeah. <laughs> he, does, yeah he does do that, doesn't he? Kind of sways his head. Yeah. When he said, you know, are you going to let your partner, I love this part, are you going to let your partner walk into a room with a super soldier alone? And then Bucky goes, he's dealt with worse. And then, like, almost under his breath, and he's not my partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Did you ever together. watch... We're not together. We're not together. Did Did you ever watch Chowder on Cartoon Network? A little bit. I love Chowder. I love Chowder too. Oh, by the way, that's on HBO Max. They put all the episodes on there. Just because it had, I've been rewatching uh, it. It was uh, John DiMaggio or John DiMaggio. DiMaggio was uh, the voice of um, uh, Strudel. Strudel. Rabble, 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 rabble. I know that voice so anywhere that- when you hear it. So. Yes. So whenever yeah, I agree. So whenever um he says and he's not my partner, that reminds me of Chowder. Whenever Chowder goes, She's not my girlfriend. Yeah. That's what that's this is, every time he did yeah, every time that he did this, it's Chowder going, She's not my girlfriend. He's not my partner. 
we're not we're not partners. We're just you know, they're uh, <laughs> they're superheroes with benefits. So. <laughs> occasional partners <laughs> yeah um so you know walker does stage they are and then uh you know they're arguing and walker's doing his little chin pout mm-hmm. pouty chin i can't mm. i can't yeah you can i can't do, do it either. i don't None have enough uh, i could just barely do it I, none of us has that chin power mm. And then Zemo's like, you know, I'm sure it'll all come to an agreement. And he goes, my business associate's here. And he points, and it's the little girl that he gave the Turkish delight to. Mm-hmm. And he gives her some money. And he gives her some money, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hello, my friend. This is for your family, which kind of butters her up a little bit, which helps. Then he's like, can you show us the way? And the little girl's like, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no problem. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Yep, I'll, I'll betray flip, everything I know I'm for some money. On everybody, we got some candy and some money. <laughs> who, who wouldn't like this? Mm-hmm. Um. Next thing you know, you're walking into this building, which I'm assuming is some sort of. I don't know what that is—a tap house, maybe, or. A, hmm. I, I don't, don't know. know what it is. Cool old building. But then John slams Zemo up against one of the little kegerators, whatever it is, and handcuffs him. And Zemo goes, aggressive. (laughs) Zemo with his one lines again. Uh, I think it's a big boiler. You think so? Yeah. They might be in the boiler. I don't know. Yeah. Zemo with that smirk. But I get it. (laughs) He's fine. Um. And, you know, Sam goes to walk up and you see Walker start walking and then does like this hesitation, like he wants to keep walking and then walks back. You can tell Walker's already aggravated. Oh, yeah. He's pacing like he's like the guy that's in the corner of the bar about 1 a.m. That's just looking to fight somebody. And he's just let's go Yeah, pacing back and forth. Somebody say something. Somebody say something. Come on. I mean, that's exactly what it is. And I think we're starting to see that's what the aggro bro. I think we're starting to see a lot more of Walker's true nature in at this point. Mm -hmm. And it pisses you off because you know, if he gets mad and wants to start kicking ass, like he can back it up. He's yeah. He's a hell of a fighter, even though he's not a super soldier. Um, and then next thing we see is the funeral. Mm -hmm. Okay, so something that I took away from Carly's speech here, she's just talking about um, the way she's talking. It's very reminiscent of um, the speech that Sharon Carter made at Peggy's funeral in Civil War because they're both about... um, both characters are sharing their values. They're vocalizing their values while paying tribute to the people who helped shape them. Because for Sharon, it was her aunt Peggy. For Carly, it was Tom Bombadil. Yeah. 
Well, you got um, from this, like this group of people, like she took in the homeless and the the weak and the displaced and you know the orphans and the people without homes, and she was basically Peter Pan, and these are her lost boys. That's except that's she's a dead good one. Now. Except she's and she's dead. Mm-hmm. But is that Sam's does that the, make Carly Rufio? Uh, <laughs> Rufy. Oh, oh well, they both. They, they have yeah. the same colored hair. Yeah, they got. They both have cool hair. Yeah, they can. She I like can kind of fly a little bit. You know, she's pretty. She's a super soldier. Yeah. Um, she did see Sam. Sam's lurking, watching. And she, I, she saw Sam up there, but you know, she still gave the speech. She saw Sam wasn't making a move. Yeah. He he was very non-confrontational about it. He wanted her to see him. And because that's that's part of it, you know, it's it's gaining her trust in this. And being non-confrontational about it, he's he's doing what he does best. He's lying on his old strings. Yep. Let me cut back to the gang in the uh, boiler room, just waiting. <laughs> yep. And then Carly standing over um, uh, Bob Saget. Um, she's like, "I saw you over there, Bob Saget, <laughs> Bob Saget." <laughs> and then Sam's like, "I came alone," and I don't know what it is. I don't know if you've noticed this. Sam has a swagger to his walk. It's like, you know, a guy who's well-built, like muscular, but he's just got this confident swagger just walking in. Mm -hmm. It's the Sam swagger. Yep. Um, You know, Carly calls him out and said, I saw you up there. Yeah. And you see... And Sam does the same swagger. Yeah, I came alone. Uh And you see a change in her. And like after she like blew some shit up and killed some people, you see a change in her tone her face, everything like, like she's serious. Like she was serious before, but like now she's, whether she realizes it or not, she's doing just like what Zemo said. She's sensing that she's got some real power now over the people that she's leading and herself personally with power. So she's, she's coming into turn, come to terms with, and uh, it's exactly what Zemo was talking about. And you just, without, her singing or her actions, you can see it in her eyes and her face and the way she talks. It's it's in her movements, just very, very much so like Kyle saying, it's the changes there. What is it? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's what we're starting to see because she's stronger and she knows, you know, this is the only way that we can make a change. Okay. Yeah. Like there's no regrets anymore. So like at this point in time, when they're talking, Carly's speech is very pure motive, like to me, mm-hmm. like for a good cause. You know, going back to the whole, and then the 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 comparison to Sharon's speech during Civil War. While Sharon is getting more shady at this point, like who would have thought that? Yeah, the bad guy has good motives, while the good guy has bad motives right now it's kind of an interesting little comparison i thought yeah it's cool how they're they're, it's all starting to play out yeah and then you know sam's like sam you can tell he was good at his job when he was a counselor yeah because you see her let her guard down she like hops up on the table she's kind of she's slowly getting comfortable talking with him he's getting her open up he knows that's what he has to do he has to let get her talking and let her talk 
and show that. Well, he's and he's. Like, I think. Yeah, exactly. I agree with what you're saying. I th- I think what sets Sam apart from John Walker is what Steve had. Steve was empathetic. Yeah. To people, he had empathy. I think this is what we're seeing with Sam here. Mm-hmm. You know, because she said, you know, you want me to stop because people are getting hurt, right? You know, but Sam, what if I'm making the world a better place? And he's like, it's not a better place if you're killing people. It's just different. Yeah. And then. And then she has that smile and kind of looks off. She's like, you're either brilliant or just hopelessly optimistic. And like you said, she's, he puts her at ease because he's, he didn't come up, you know, with fists. He just did the same swagger. He's like, Hey girl. Yeah. Got his hands in his pocket. <laughs> hey girl. Hey, Hey girl. <laughs> Let me holla at you. Yeah. That's what he did. Can it be a little bit of both? She's like, no. And then we see Walker Walker didn't have his helmet on at first. Now he's got his helmet on and he's trying to look past the door to see where Sam went. And Buck, Bucky's just standing there. Mm-hmm. And, he's impatient and like it has, you know, he's ready to go. He doesn't want to wait the so, 10 minutes. He, he mm-hmm. wants to go grab her. Right. Uh, okay. Do you think Walker's hearing voices at this point? Cause he's like, uh uh-uh. uh, no, 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 no. This is a bad idea. No, like he's talking to himself. Mm. or you think that's just rage i've never gotten a rage rage so bad where i'm doing that so that's why i'm genuinely asking i think it's rage i think it's it's just he's just not thinking clear well i think he's he actually is thinking clear because he his mission is to arrest her and this is a roadblock for him completing what he needs to complete he's he's very he's he is extremely focused on the task at hand, and his current task is to arrest Carly. And this is holding him up, and that's what's pissing him off. Is he he's lost a little bit of power in this moment, where he's having to wait. He's you know so that's that's yeah that's royally pissing him off right now. So that's where you see that the pacing, the looking at the clock, and he's just he's attempting. To, you know, he's, he's taking deep breaths and he's like attempting to control it a little bit, but it's not going to last long. You know, it's not going to last no. long. Yeah. Well, and he's like, you know, don't do that. You know, Battlestar tells him, you know, it's only been 10 minutes. He's like, no, don't do that. Don't patronize me. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and he goes and looks at the clock. And then, did you notice the camera angle got kind of all weird and warpy? At that point, too, when he looked at the clock, then it went down. It like got kind of warpy, like you could see a snap on him when he goes, I'm going in. And then Bucky gets right in front and puts his hand on him. Doesn't uh, say that... a word, just stares at him. Yeah, no, go back and can. watch that part. Yeah. So yeah. look, he'll go, he'll look at the clock, and all of a sudden it goes from being up high, his like um face angle to eye level to going down below, and it gets kind of wavy, like yeah, something's just off. Not wavy, but like distorted. I can see that. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant piece of cinematography. Mm-hmm. They do some cool stuff with camera work. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Then he has a little standoff with Bucky. And that's where he does like the, the like where he like looks at his feet, like he's just getting ready to fight. Like he knows, move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he knows that he really. He can't get through Bucky, even if he wants to. And I think, 
I think this is part of where his rage is coming from too, because then he says this line, you know, yeah, he knows he can't get through Bucky and he goes, this is real easy for you, isn't it? All that super soldier serum running through your veins, you know, all the serum. I think that's where it's coming through is he's a little jealous because he thinks that that's what makes Bucky superior is the serum. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of it, but Bucky's also had about 110 years. Mm-hmm. He's a wise old man. Not 100. Yeah, like 90 years more fighting experience than mm-hmm. John. Yep. So he said, Barnes, your partner, he's back up in there. And then he's just staring at him. That chin's just out. And he mm-hmm. does like the head cock. That, you really want his blood on your hands? Scene right there. He really looked less like Captain America and more like somebody that's dressed up as Captain America. Like you see, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he bought the he bought the uh, wish dot com mm-hmm. costume. I know we said you know in that episode before. There's no such thing as a bad cosplay, but then he kind of looks like a bad cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> the scene, yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we switch back to Sam and Carly still talking. And then he said, you know, he says, hey, Zemo says you're a supremacist. Calls her out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, me? And like her face just looks, you know, like what the hell? Everything. I, and she goes, everything I do is to end supremacy. She genuinely looks confused. Yeah. Like, These corporations and the beasts who run them, they're the supremacists. So I think it all comes back to perspective. Yeah perspective and then I mean, you have you know tunnel vision she's not seeing anything outside of her goals walker's no. not seeing anything outside of his goals there's a lot of uh, uh single-minded tunnel vision going on in in this mm-hmm. this little scene. so i think the only people who don't have tunnel vision right now are bucky and sam yeah. battle star to an extent to an extent i mean bucky to an extent too yeah, but I think he's a little bit more clear. At least Bucky sees the big picture. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam says, you know, so let me ask you this. You know, you have more serum, right? And then she, no. Like, yeah, so. And he asked, are you going to increase your army? You're killing innocent people. And she's like, they're not innocent. They're roadblocks. And she'll kill him again if I have to. And Sam goes, Wow. Yeah, she and realizes what she he got her to say it. Uh-huh. She's like, "You tricked me," and he's just standing there with his hands in his pocket, non-threatening. Yep, and that would have been the moment right there too, because she she had a moment of realization, like she's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I'm kind of messing up a little bit. Like I'm taking this just a little too far." <laughs> Itty bitty living space, yeah. And then he mentions, you know, my sister's waiting for the exact same answer. He's like, "I'm not your enemy." Um, I agree with your fight. It's just, you're going about it. You're, you're doing it the wrong way. I agree with what, why you're fighting, but there are better ways to do it is what he's saying. And then comes captain Dick. Yeah. Carly Morgenthau. You're under arrest. And she's like that, you know, this was the whole thing. It was tricking me until this. And then he walks up and then captain Dick puts his hand up. Talk to the hand girlfriend is what it was. To Sam. Um, it's like we did had she, enough time to talk. Did she call him call Cap Nazi before she punched him? 
Uh, I haven't got to that part. Hold on, I'm gonna take a picture of this because I like this picture. Come on back. I got. I didn't catch that. I got it with the subtitles now, though. Yeah, he walks in. Yep, yep. She said Nazi. She called him a Nazi and punches him, and he gets thrown up against there. Mm-hmm. And then Carly does the uh, very Black Panther-ish jump up the stairs. Yep. And the chase is on. And Bucky does the same, except Bucky hits the wall. Not quite as graceful. Mm, he's old. He's going to miss a step here yeah. there. He's old. well, And then you notice the normal people stop to block Bucky's way. He didn't punch him or anything. He just kind of shoved him out of the way. But that's how charismatic Carly is. They're going to, she has regular people defending her because they believe in her cause. Mm-hmm. So they're, so they're chasing Carly through the, the maze of this building. Um, she kind of almost like, she looks like she's about to get away. And then here's Zemo. <laughs> here's he, Zemo. And he shoots her. Yeah. She shoots her. She dives for cover, flips over the table. We find out that keeping serum in a fanny pack is a terrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. She loses it. And you see Zemo's eyes just light up. Like he sees it, you know, not light up like, yay, just light up like, like this is, you know, finally this is what. Yep. (laughs) Now it's Zemo's time to shine. Yeah. So he just everything's he, turning up Millhouse for Zemo. Everything's turning <laughs> up Zemo. And so he he starts, you know, crushing all the vials. He loses his focus on Carly long enough for her to escape. Yep. And he's just, you know, river dancing on these vials of serum. <laughs> he really and, is. And then he gets domed by the shield. Before like he could smash hard. him off. Yeah, just bong. And then he's down. He's going night-night. And then John just kind of stands over him and does that head cock again. I hate that head cock. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he's looking at the s- ground. And, mm-hmm, go ahead. Zemo didn't smash them all. There's one left. And so Walker... <laughs> Zemo didn't smash them all! Hmm. Super soldier. And I've been hearing the Pokemon theme song played on repeat in the house all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's all <laughs> little man wants to sing, just running through the house. But yeah, Gonna so we see that Walker has a better idea. Instead of using a fanny pack, he actually puts it in his pocket so it won't fall off. Mm-hmm. And so, so we, we know where that's going to go. Uh-huh. Yeah, nobody sees it. Um, Zemo's out. They're like, oh, what did we miss? And, you know, Walker's like, eh, nah, nothing. You know, he's just Zemo's <laughs> down. My bad. Yeah, and so we um, get to uh, yeah. So we cut back to Carly and uh, what do we say his name was Barry? Barry. Yeah, we're going with Barry. Um, and she kind of gives a little bit more of the speech that you know who would have thought we'd be be assigned to the same place. So that goes back to the, like they were there to help. You know, just talking about circumstance and and. Uh, how they all came together, you know, it just couldn't have been by chance. There's a reason. There's greater overarching reason for all this to happen. She felt and that they were chosen. They were chosen. Yeah. And so that that line of talking again, the chosen thing, I think gives more credence to what Zemo was saying earlier about the supremacist mindset. Mm-hmm. She's, so, she's showing more and more of it. 
Yep. And that's exactly it. So, mm-hmm. um, Steve Aoki. Uh, he looks like Steve Aoki, does he not? A little bit. A little bit. Uh, one of the super soldiers comes in. He, I think he looks like Steve Aoki. Steve Aoki gets a gets a um, text message and says, "It's da 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 from the power broker." Mm-hmm. Power broker says, I'm "Trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty." That son of a bitch <laughs> is everywhere. <laughs> Wait, why? Why? I already have the extended warranty. I don't even have a car. <laughs> she blew it up. You, yeah, she, <laughs> she did. Yeah. Oh, she, she did blow up her car. Yeah, it was like a minivan. Oh, oh yeah, well, she go. didn't want the mom van anymore. Yeah, no, no soccer practice for the little flag smashers this week. Ah, uh, I gotta go to the bathroom, mommy. Not now, damn it. Um, it said the text said you play revolutionary on borrowed time, little girl. You think the power broker's fucking around at this point? I want the serum back, or I will find you and I will end you. Do you, do you think he's playing? No, I think he's serious. Like. I want my shit back. <laughs> Where's my money? Where's my money, Where's my money but, Carly? But said my money, Carly. Where's my serum? Where's my serum, Carly? And she said, and I know how to deal with Sam w- without a direct fight. And she said, how do we do that? We separate them and we kill Captain America. Mm-hmm. And Barry kind of looked uneasy about this. Next thing you know, Sam's on a laptop and and the uh the zemantrium zemo sanctrium um sam's I usually, I like this is anything good i usually got something good i can't think of anything good either um sam's on like literally the worst dm on discord ever it's like green like apple 2 like messages and it's to Sharon keep your eye on the sky on Walker let me know if he moves on Carly so she's warning him about Walker's erratic behavior they already knew yeah um and Zemo's on the couch with like a drink and a washcloth over his face like he has a bad hangover no he's got a shield over he's got a really really bad shield over and she, he's like I thought, okay, this is super, super important to our series too. Zemo goes, were you ever had offered it? And Sam's like, what? He goes, the serum. He's like, no. Zemo said, if you had been hypothetically, that is, would you, would you have taken it? And without hesitating, Sam goes, no. Mm-hmm. And Zemo calls it no hesitation. That's impressive. Yeah. Um. Again. I need a drink here. Go ahead, and, go ahead and take it from here. Yeah, so for again, a Zemo, bad guy, but not bad guy. And so let me, I was a little further. Okay, there we go. No hesitation. It's impressive. And uh, so we, we get into more of the of the the talk with uh, Zemo saying, you know, you can't hold out hope for Carly, you know, and it's like she's gone. She's far gone. And I, I, I think she is now. I don't think she was before. Captain Dick busted in and uh, ruined the party. The bu- busted Dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, uninvited Dick comes barging in and like ruined the party. But but now I, th- I think she's gone. I don't think there's any reasoning with her. At the trust is broken. 
Um, she's not going to talk to Sam or anybody anymore, at least at this point. Zemo's like, we can't, we can't allow them to become another faction of gods amongst people. Again, with his supremacist talk, and that's what they're going to be because, you know, the the little glimmer of hope that they had to talk them down is gone now. Mm-hmm. And you know, he says super soldiers cannot be allowed to exist. And I like how Sam kicks back. He's like, isn't that how gods talk? And so he's kind of throwing it back. He 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 zemoed Zemo a little bit there. Zemo, Zemo, I like that. Yeah, and you can tell like Zemo's think like he lays on the couch. And he doesn't really say anything. He just kind of, hmm. You know, he's not going to admit it. Um, but you can tell it kind of made him made him think. You know, and they're saying you know, blood's not always the solution. Uh, and then Bucky notices. Walker's off, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, he said, I know crazy when I see one because I am crazy, you know. Uh, he tells him he shouldn't have gave him the shield. And they go back into the shield discussion again. You know, I didn't give him the shield. I just didn't, basically didn't take the shield. And then um, Walker busts in. You know, like, I don't like, but I do like, I see, like, I'm ordering you to turn Zemo o- over. So that's, you know, him digging his heels in again. And like, I'm in charge. I'm pulling rank here. You guys have to listen to me, even though they're not under his whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought it was. (laughs) And Sam really kind of hits that home. He's like, you're not, the only thing you're running here is your mouth. Um, Tells me like he had Carly, you overstepped. Since Zemo actually, you know, Kind of handy to have around, and we're going to need everybody together. Um, and Walker's not having it. He's like, how do you what do you say? How do you want the rest of this conversation to go? Yes. And uh, he's like, well, should I put down the shield to make it fair? And then he puts down the shield. Like, he's just ready to throw down. Throw down. And here come the ladies. To collect the Zemo. Ladies. We're here for your Zemo. Where <laughs> which was great because so I'm gonna gonna call this. This is probably one of the greatest fight scenes I have seen in a long time. Yeah. It's, it's Literally not, it's not again, you I mean, I say it all the time. I'm a fan of the of the non soup soup type people. You know, the, mm-hmm. they're just badass on their own. And here it is. Like, they're not superpowered. They don't have serum in them or whatever. They're just badasses. I'll be right back, guys. Okay. And so uh, mm-hmm. you kind of catch Walker talking down to him a little bit here. Um, you know, because you he, he, he sense a little of the misogyny there when he's like, oh, let's put down the pointy sticks so we can talk this through. And uh, Sam's telling John to take it easy. You don't want to fight with a door Melage. Um, Walker is still on his kick about power and jurisdiction and all that. Cause he's saying, you know, they don't have jurisdiction here. Um, they say they have jurisdiction wherever they find themselves to be, which is a cool, very cool, powerful line. 
Um, and then he screws up because he pats her on the shoulder and then the ass kicking commences. And so um, you got a pretty good drawn out fight scene. They, they are holding their own. They are, uh, they're more than holding their own. They're kicking everybody's ass. Sam trying to Adora? bust up the, yeah. And Sam trying to bust up it, the fight. And, it's not even a fight. Uh, and then we get to, we see something really cool here. Um, when uh, she walks up to Bucky and she does like the, I thought of, uh, was it off a of Kill Bill? The, uh, the touch, the touch of, what was it called? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the five, what, no, five, five, five points, uh, five points of death or pressure points of death. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. It's like he's fighting and she's like, pop, 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 pop. Oh, now you don't have an arm. And then his arm just pops off and like just the look on his yeah. face. Like, oh. So did you mention, did you mention how one of them threw her spear and pinned Walker? No, but she did. Cause that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause, and that's why Walker was out of the fight and why he was just. And just pissed, pissed him off even more. Well, like when she just like taps him like the shoulder chest, blah, blah, blah. Then his arm falls off. You know, I mean, yeah. Well, I love this part where Walker's on the ground and, you know, he can't free himself mm-hmm. from the spear. She grabs the spear two arms and just frees him. And he's down on the ground just pissed. Yeah. And the one she does just, the little, the, the foot stomp to flip the shield up to catch which it. Which Steve always did. Yeah. That was cool as shit. Effortlessly. Yeah, it was. You got Bucky picking his arm up. Like, he's like looking at it. Like, how in the hell? Yes. <laughs> Wonder, like, did you know that you could they could do that and he's like no no and so then you know uh Battlestar looks at Walker and he's like are you all right and you just see this look go over his face like I just got my ass handed to me I'm, I'm losing con- he's losing control of the situation or what he perceives the control he needs to, to have over the situation and it's, it's well, and going then, through him mm-hmm. and then more importantly the line he says did they weren't see, even super soldiers. He just realizes he got his ass kicked. He's not Captain America. And this is where the inner turmoil is going to come in for that vial that he took. Mm-hmm. So. Zemo escaped through battle, a main hole. Yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah, pull an El We Chapo. call it a Zemo hole. Yeah. Yeah, like... <laughs> They did call him El Chapo, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, just his, his little Zemo hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they did, like, yeah. they cut the scene in um, Battlestar and, and New Cap do what anybody does after they, get, they go get coffee. Because that's what <laughs> At them all. Yeah, I got my ass kicked. Let's go get some coffee. And uh, they start having, you know, more of the discussion about the serum and stuff. Um, what do you say? Well, for, you know, he had, they, these women's like, you know, can we have your autograph? And he puts on the smile. He's, he's the persona that the government wants him to be. Yeah. And then he just kind of puts his hand down. He's like, cause he's still pissed. And she's like, he goes, how long till that gets really annoying? And he's like, you know, you're mad. She didn't ask for yours. I think this is showing their broship their bromance because mm-hmm. they know each other really well know each other i mean they've served together forever 
Right. And, and they're just good buddies, you know? And I think this is also a catalyst that he's not Captain America. He just got his ass handed to him by non-super soldiers, but they want him to be Captain America. But he just, I think he realizes he won't be Captain America until the playing field is leveled. Right. And they kind of had to establish how close he is with Lamar. Battlestar, yeah. Um, and, you know, he asked, he asked, he asked, like, you know, Battlestar Lamar, like, if you were offered the serum, would you take it? And so you get to, he's like, without hesitation, like, oh, yeah, I'd take that shit. You know, it's a total flip from what Sam said. Yep. And it, it just shows they're two different ideals. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You're seeing, you're seeing the opposite of Sam and Bucky. Right. And he goes, power just makes a person. I thought this is important too. what Lamar said. Yes. Power just makes a person more of themselves than who they originally are, basically. Yeah. So it's, it's not that you become a different person. It just brings out who you actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, and John's just kind of, he's not there. If you look at his eyes, you know what I mean? He's listening, but he's not. No, and, and you know, he, he brings up, you know, like, well, it means like <clears throat> you've won three medals of honor. Like you consistently make the right decisions in battle. Hmm. He's the worst Jiminy Cricket ever. But he's like, you know, you know the things that we saw and we had to do for me to get those three medals of recognition. I think that's how he worded them. Uh-huh. And so Walker's like, he's broke in the head. Like he needs to talk to Sam is what he really needs to do. He but he some, never will. But he never will. But he, he needs some of Sam's counseling because he's seen some shit, obviously. And it's affected him very negatively. Mm-hmm. Um, he can't separate things like he needs to. So that whole line about uh, enhancing who you really are once you have power, um, it, you know, that's it's really, a you know, because he's got the serum in his pocket. We know how he is. We know how he, he's going to be um, on a greater scale. But he does have, like, I think in his mind, he still has the right intentions because he says, you know, the things that we had to do in Afghanistan to, to get that those medals, so being cap is my first chance to do something that actually feels right. And so he's he, he feels like his mission's noble. He feels like the cause is noble for what he's doing. And then just to drive it home, Battlestar was like, man, imagine how many lives we could have saved that day if we would have had the serum. Like, uh-huh. oh, there you go. He's going to go in the back also, alley and shoot up now. <laughs> I also think this is a direct comparison to Carly. Yeah. They both believe in their hearts what they're doing is the right thing. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to shoot up the super serum in the back alley. Mm-hmm. Um. Next thing you know, we see Sarah out on the dock and you hear Carly said, hello, is this Sarah? She's like, yeah, who's this? She's like, my name's Carly Margenthal. And Sarah just kind of freezes up. She's like, I seen you on the news. You're the leader of those terrorists. And Carly's like, we're revolutionaries, you know, just depending whose side you're on. And then she tells him, you know, what do you want? And she's like, I'm thinking I might need to kill your brother. I yeah. thought I could trust him. Just saying. I, I got I got to kill him. Did she seem like a jaded ex-girlfriend yeah. on this part? Mm-hmm. I'm going to slash his tires. I'm like, 
it just so our car. female listeners don't feel ostracized this i shouldn't have said female girlfriend or like x like just x in general crazy x because i know some dudes that have done some crazy shit once they got dumped mm-hmm. like so from our really perspective crazy. we're going with crazy ex-girlfriend but that's yeah <laughs> that's what we know because that's what it is yeah because that's all we know Sam's gonna like suit up and his wings are gonna pop out and like spray paint across the back. It's gonna be like whore. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be his phone number written all over his his wings. Yeah. Carly's gonna take out an ad on a billboard every time Sam flies past it on his way to work. Have fun with your new Captain America, Sam. <laughs> We're having way too much fun. Oh, this is our dick jokes for some from last episode. There's a lot of dick jokes last episode. It was, a, it was funny though. Um, and then what I thought was really interesting, what Sarah said: "My world doesn't matter to America, so why should I care about its mascot?" Shows you how jaded Sarah is with America right now. Yep. You know. Which yep. she has every right to be. Yeah, she does. So, she really does. <clears throat> and she's like, I like you, Sarah. You remind me of me. You know. She's, she just basically tells her, you know, Sam isn't with Cap. Yeah. So don't kill him. And she's like, I need to meet Sam alone. She relays where to meet. Next thing you know, that this just shows Sam's how, walking, how can like, up to this point, you just kind of felt like they were getting some, some, you know, boots on the ground intel where supplies were, and mm-hmm. they were kind of this ragtag group of revolutionaries or whatever that were just disrupting the system and doing what they had to. They're pretty connected. They're mm-hmm. able to find some things. Like, you know, they found a Avengers sister phone number, which is cell phone number. Which is- which is nuts. And she knew information. She knew about the kids. She knew everything. And she is, is just nuts. cold and calculated when she's talking to her. Too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. She, she is. She's the, the pissed off ex-girlfriend now. She's at that point. And the next thing you know, we see Bucky and Sam walking along. And Sam gets a call. He's like, no, 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 no. You guys go somewhere safe. Don't use cards. Use cash. And then he's like, you know, she threatened my family. And the mm-hmm. next thing you know, Sam is suited up in the location. Bucky's wearing, you know, the Bucky gear. Yeah. Um, and Sam's just pissed. He's like, you called my sister. That's how we're going to play this. And she's like, I would never hurt her. I just wanted you to, I just wanted to understand you better. Yeah. And she's like, ah, you didn't come alone. And he's like, I'm not playing with you anymore. I'm done trying to be nice. Understand. And, you know, they're just basically talking back and forth, like how Carly's right. And basically everything that they talked about, any progress they would have made when they were talking is gone now. That's I think that's what the whole point of this scene is because of Walker. Yeah. So. He looks over at Buckley, Buckley. (laughs) Hey, Hey. Luann's going to come in. Um, I like how she pointed out to Sam, she's like, you're not hiding behind a shield. If I were to kill you, it would be meaningless. 
And so that's a double thing. Like she's talking about taking down the icons and things like that. But also mm-hmm. she's kind of, you know, a little low blow jab to Sam. She's like, you're really not anything. You're a small fry. Should have been shield, I, buddy. <laughs> I think that was a, th- a three meaning because the next thing you know, we see um, Sharon. She has a track on new cap. Yep. And I think that was foreshadowing, you know, I'm trying to kill cap. And he's like, hey, new cap is moving. And it looks like he's found him or maybe they found him. And Sam just finally figures out what happens. And so Bucky goes to move and jumps off. And Carly, when did she put the damn mask on? I don't know. I don't, I don't, they, they geared up pretty quick. Like, literally, she jumped off the balcony. She had to do it when she's jumping off. Kicks Bucky. He's down on the ground. Starts fighting Sam. Sam is trained he actually has the upper hand he yeah he's holding his own in this spin fight. kicks her like yeah. really well and he says i'll send you the location go then he goes flying off mm-hmm. and carly goes running mm-hmm. and here comes battlestar and steve with their little pew pews drawn yep which that still kind of sits with me but they're using the guns but you know whatever this you see you know steve or uh, battlestar like kind of takes off you hear some gunshots and then, uh, not Steve, Walker runs up, sees the gun laying on the ground, sees that Battlestar is not there. You see it run through him, and he just busts through the door. And you start seeing these little flashes of, he's a little bit, uh, got a little bit more umph to him than he used to. I, I think he's already shot up at this point. I don't think he has yet. You don't think he has? No. I think right now, or you think he, he was just he will. I think I I think he will. Okay. I think at this point, right now, you know, I'll, th- I'll take that. Like, like you said, you know, he busts through. He's a he's Olympic level already, as it is. You know, got great reflexes and stuff, and he busts through. And I just I don't think that he did anything. Next thing you know, Lamar's down, and he gets. Knock the fuck out. What was it Friday? You got knocked the <laughs> fuck out. Um, that's what happened. And then, you know, someone was gonna be pissed. Someone marked with crayon all over this window that <laughs> um John was looking through, looking for Lamar, because he doesn't know where he is at this point. And he's looking around, and all of a sudden a knife goes right by his throat. And I think that's Steve Aoki is fighting yeah. him. Um and Walker throws that shield, and it embeds into the wall. And see, that's what made me think he he may have shot because we don't see. One thing we don't see is how long this serum takes to kick in, right? Right. I'm starting to think that he may have still because you know, with Steve, it was like a process and he had to go through everything. But they're just carrying around these little vials. They don't have great facilities anywhere. I think they're able to shoot up with it just bam hit him with it and go almost immediately actually i yeah i think you're right because he wouldn't have been able to throw that through the wall well i think he does something else here in a little bit that that gave me that that he did he he did i'm i'm at the part where i think it is but if you look though also after he throws the shield into the like it embeds halfway into the wall and he pulls it out effort effortless effortlessly super easy he couldn't he couldn't pull (laughs) super easy he couldn't pull the the spear out but now he's doing this. Did you see he was tweaking the way yeah, he was kind of just... Yeah, he was geetered out a little bit there. 
And so, uh, well, that and then, uh, well, we see Carly run and we see Sam doing his fly around, like tracking her down thing. But then you see, uh, I guess that's that is Aoki that he kicks through the door. Nah, that's that, yeah, that's that, Dovich, or is that Barry? Uh, no, that's not Barry because this guy has long hair. I think it's Steve Aoki. Yeah, he kicks the shit out of him. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, we talked about him being like Olympian level strength and all that. This is beyond that. How far he kicked yeah. him. I think you're right. And I think he Sam already shot. sees it. Mm-hmm. And he bends the pipe, you know, around his hand and stuff. Because uh, the guy was holding the pipe. And, and Sam's just standing there in disbelief. And says, what did you do? That's what made me think he already shot up. And all he says, like, we got to go yeah. get Lamar. I'm, I'm positive. You're right. Because after seeing that, I just put two and two together after you pointed that out. Um, and I think Lamar convinced him to take it too. Do you think Lamar knew he took it? No, I don't think Lamar knew he had it. I don't think he would have told anybody he had it. I don't think he'd even would have yeah. told Lamar. So Lamar finally wakes up. He gets a little knife and he's starting to cut his little restraints. I keep saying mm-hmm. little, like he's oh, his restrained, little restraints. Yeah, his little restraints. Cute, cute little restraints you got on. Cute little restraints. Bucky's, you know jumping up the stairs and then here comes one of the flag smashers and it looks like the flag smasher has the upper hand but then bucky's training comes into uh, comes into play yeah and this i'm pretty sure this is barry bucky kicks him through a brick wall and he just tells him stay there Mm -hmm. sit down little man sit down little man you see walker and sam running up and then Walker throws the shield with precision. Sam hits him with the wing. Bucky's catching nine. Oh, the, the wing clothesline? Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. And another little thing and that then, really drives it home that, that he took, mm-hmm. I think he took the serum here, is um, Walker's holding his own. He wasn't before when they were fighting. Mm-hmm. fighting he was getting yeah. his ass kicked on the uh, the, the trucks. Yep. Um, yeah, he is 100% holding his own here. And then he hits it back. Bucky catches the knife. And then... No, this is Steve Aoki. They got so many long-haired flag, flag smashers. I know. And then Sam <laughs> Sam exhausts the flag smasher he's fighting. Yeah. Which was, which was pretty cool, because we've never seen his pack used in that way. Yeah, it kind of farts on him. He, do, he does fart on him. And it, it's, it is a fun fight scene. It really is. And then Carly joins the fray. She goes to stab him and Lamar gets in the way, saves Walker, which was a mistake, Mm -hmm. hits him. And then he gets up, they go to the ground and then Carly punches him full force. And he goes flying into a pillar and his neck just goes limp. She broke his neck with that punch because she hit him full force and he hit that. Broke his neck. There's Barry. Everybody stops fighting. Like Walker's looking over, he's like, Lamar, you know, trying to wake him up. You know he's dead. Yep. But yep. It's like, have you ever, like, when you were with your friends and you're like play wrestling and stuff, and, like somebody really gets hurt and everybody stops? Yep. Like, oh, oh, shit. Yep. Uh, or, no, you're, you're, you're on okay. The <laughs> you're okay. No, just stand up. You're fine. You're That's not hurt. That's what it was. Oh, don't tell like, mom. <laughs> don't tell mom. You're okay. When you're on the trampoline with the buddies and your mom tells you not to double jump someone and you do, and then they end up in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. That's or it's like your happened. friend's sister. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And Carly um, realizes shit. 
Yep. Like, the look she on killed her face. Someone else. And so she still has some little bit of remorse, but like she she's not as hardened as she was kind of playing off a little bit up to this point. She felt bad. She legitimately felt bad, I think, when that happened. I don't think it was just shock. She's like, oh God, I killed somebody. Mm-mm. But then, you know, she ran and then Walker just snaps. So mm-hmm. let's go back to this real quick. We were kind of right. Mirroring the comics. Okay. Walker got his powers from the power broker for wrestling. Walker got his powers way. and the MC way got it from the power broker. Cause this was manufactured by the power broker. Yeah. Well, there's no in, in a roundabout way. I mean, it happened. Yeah. So yeah, we'll take it. That's a win. So he does, he busts but, through the, the window. Now did you notice after he like, so he's in pursuit, right? Walker in yep. hot pursuit. He jumps to the window. You notice how he <clears> landed. He did his superhero Iron Man. Landing. Yep, the superhero he did, land. He did the superhero landing. He hadn't done it up to that point. So now that he's got serum up in him. He's doing some superhero shit, even though he's not really a, a hero. He's going to do nope. one of those rare things and, and runs down one of the flag. Who do you catch? Barry. Oh, yeah, Barry. Barry, Barry throws a call out at him, and, and Walker smashes it with one hand with the shield. Mm-hmm. And he's yelling, where is she? And people are going, what the hell's going on? He hits him in the back and then just starts pummeling him with the shield, knocks him down on the steps, keeps throwing the shield, has a large crowd, which he doesn't see. And then Barry keeps yelling, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Walker puts the shield up in that backhanded pose with the sharp pointy side down and starts smashing like a like Gallagher and a watermelon. Except a lot funnier. No, a lot funnier. Yeah, Gallagher's a lot funnier. Um, maybe Kyle found this one funny. Um, there was blood everywhere. Walker had blood all over. Did you notice that the shield very kind of iconic, like symbolism? Cool scene. Him standing there with the blood just on the bottom of the yeah, that looks so. But notice it's on the it's on the bottom of his costume too, the A. And then he finally notices for the first time people are sitting there filming it. Yeah. And there's Carly. Carly's like, she he killed Barry. Mm-hmm. I think it finally got real for Carly. What's happening? Yeah. Because now one of her members has, well, I guess the second one to die. They've lost a couple. And Sam's just did Sam's just standing there like, what the hell you do? And Walker, it it hits Walker. Shit, I'm being filmed. And there's no you notice there's no remorse. No. It's literally. No. It's literally, uh, yeah, you guys saw what I did. He lost to Jiminy Cricket, so he is going to be completely off the chain now. Off the rails. So just like Not said, off the chain, just off the rails. Just off the chain. Yeah. It's just a cool scene. I just thought it was a really, really cool scene with the blood on the bottom of that shield, him looking around. And that's the end of the episode. It's, It was a hell of an episode. It really was. I really liked it. I'm liking the direction this series is going. I think we're in for a lot more. With only two episodes left, there's a lot more that they're going to ramp up for. So really quickly, since we're kind of on a time crunch, uh, where do you think we're going next? What's you had to give your your quick opinion on what's going to happen next? I think that we're yeah we knew it was coming, but I think the showdown between Sam and Bucky and Steve is going to happen. Uh, my earlier prediction where Lamar was going to be part of the fray is gone. Mm-hmm. 
I think Walker is going to finally lose it at this point. And now that he's all roided up, I think he's going to, um, I think he's going to take it too far. I think he's going to kill Carly. I think so too. I think that that footage is going to spread of him doing that. He's going to be um, stripped of the Captain America title, but he's going to go rogue. So he's going to keep the shield for now. The government's going to disavow anything with him. They're going to, dis- you know, he's he's done. He he loses the title as Captain America. I don't think they're going to be able to spin it a good way. But I think he goes rogue for the next two episodes, I- and then that's how whoever takes on the helm whether it be Sam or Bucky, which I still think it is going to be Bucky, or I mean Sam. Um, mm-hmm. That's how they're going to do it. So. I agree. So you guys let us know what you think in the next two episodes. We will get the next Nurky out next Sunday. Well, I think we'll finish this up till we get back to regular episodes. Um, and then, you know, do Nurkies as the bonus because Loki doesn't start till May, I think. So we won't, we might be nurky for mm-hmm. about a week or two. Yeah. We'll have some other stuff to cover, um, though. We're working on some stuff yeah. today, actually, so it'll be good. So with that, this has been Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, wherever you are, have a good morning, day, night, and uh, be good to each other. We'll see you on we'll the next see one. see you later. Nerd up. It could get elevated. Nerd rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made up word. MCs tried to wait.